Welcome to Don't Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. If you're if you're not already subscribed to my YouTube channel, then go ahead and click that subscribe button so that you can be notified when we upload a new video. If you are already subscribed, then please give the video a like and share this video podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. This evening is a special segment of the show. I do this show because I love my people and I hate to see them suffer, especially our young black youth who are trapped in American ghettos. Our concern is not limited just to black America, but also the global black family. I'm going to play some footage of what's happening to our Haitian brothers and sisters. And then I will share my views about what we need to do as a group on a local, national, and international level. This morning, a 24-7 mission on the Texas border. A group of migrants, most from Haiti, spilling on the shoreline beneath the border bridge. Thousands of men, women, and children waiting days in triple-digit heat for their chance to claim asylum. Late Saturday, Border Patrol, National Guard, and Texas State Troopers standing on the scene to try and slow down the surge. We need the administration to call this what it is. This is a crisis. The Department of Homeland Security is sending 400 additional Border Patrol agents and resuming deportation flights to Haiti within the next 48 hours, adding our borders are not open and people should not make the dangerous journey. Yet so many already have. DHS saying till recently, thousands lived in South America. This Haitian man, Sharon, he paid 5,000 pesos for help reaching the Texas border. Across the river, the city of Del Rio already struggling. The bridge closure cutting off millions in cross-border business. We're just going town. We're not, we're not equipped to humanitarily take care of these people. Authorities say some migrants will be taken to U.S. processing centers, ones where staff aren't already overwhelmed. Others flow back to Haiti, where the island nation is still reeling from a 7.2 magnitude earthquake barely a month ago. Until then, a real-time test for U.S. authorities after the White House dismantled policies from the Trump administration that required asylum seekers to remain in Mexico while waiting for their day. In court. Every border patrol agent I talked to said this is at a tipping point for our security, our capacity. We're on the Mexican side right now of the Rio Grande. That's the river that separates this country from the United States. And we're here because more than 10,000 people, most of them Haitian, have crossed this river to get to the United States and establish a sort of makeshift camp wanting to be given asylum and to be able to stay in the United States. Many of them travel through South and Central America to get to this point. They're fleeing poverty and years of political turmoil and natural disasters back home. I did pass out the remote I'm really scared. You know why? Haiti had an earthquake. We were left with nothing. No home, no food, nothing. Almost all my family died. And if we don't go across, where are we going to go? We don't have a home. That's why we're searching for a better future. The flow of Haitians crossing to the United States at this point suddenly turned into a torrent over the last week or two, but now it's slowed again. People have heard the plans from the U.S. government 
to fly many in the camp back home. We're scared that if we cross, they'll just deport us back to Haiti and it will be worse for us. Those who did see crossing the river were mainly bringing food and water to those on the other side. I asked this man how people were doing on the other side. They're okay, but sad, because maybe tomorrow they'll be deported. Conditions in the camp were reportedly tough, with not enough food, toilets or water. But we couldn't verify that. Earlier in the day, we tried to enter the camp by the front door in Texas. We just tried to get into the camp via the US entry, and we were denied there. We now just crossed the river and tried to get in through this entry port, and we've just been denied by the uh, border patrolman that you can see behind me, who say that we're not allowed in. Other journalists said the same. The US authorities are blocking the media from talking to those inside. Meanwhile, they're faced with a problem that will test any administration. A makeshift shantytown suddenly springing up on their border with thousands desperate to stay. We get the migrant crisis under control in Del Rio yesterday. Yesterday morning, excuse me, a Valverde County Commissioner told me they had roughly 14,600 migrants under the bridge. This afternoon, when the Border Patrol Chief Raul Ortiz stated the number was down to 12,600, with an expected 3,000 more being relocated by the end of the day, and he hopes to have the makeshift camp under the bridge cleared within a week. Within the next 24 hours, U.S. Customs and Border Protection will have search nearly 600 agents, officers, and DHS volunteers. We are working with source and transit countries to accept migrants who previously resided in those countries. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have just heard that footage. It talked about they have flights shipping people back to Haiti. We are past the era of warnings. We have now entered into the era of consequences. I had to do my research about the crisis in Del Rio, Texas. What I learned about the border in Del Rio, Texas is that there are tens of thousands of illegal immigrants bum-rushing the U.S. border. Before now, you had a bunch of people from Mexico, Central America, and Latin America coming over here in waves. All this talk about open borders went out of the window when a disproportionate number of them were black. All of a sudden, they are closing the borders. The Biden administration is allowing non-black groups that have anti-black sentiments to come to America, except Haitians. Haitian immigrants have fled to Del Rio, Texas, at are human. They are fleeing the most desperate circumstances, violence, extreme poverty, and political oppression. There, there's no path, pathway for citizenship for Haitians. You got these Afghan refugees coming over here and they are receiving 500 million of dollars from the Biden administration while you have black Americans who, have, who make up 80% of the homeless population in California. They need resources, but the financial elites are using our tax dollars to support Afghan refugees and illegal immigrants by giving them housing and financial resources. Since 
Asian immigrants came on the scene and crossing the border, the power that be have changed the language. They're using the terms like invasions. They're not calling them immigrants. They are calling them migrants. The Biden administration is shipping them back as we speak. The pushback from black America is very little because of people like Kansas Owen and Martin Martin, Roland Martin who is constantly putting down black Americans. As a result, black Americans have formed ADOS, American Descendants of Slavery, or FBA, Foundational Black Americans. This should be a wake-up call for the global black family and black people in the diaspora. My question to the global black family, what have we learned from the financial elites or white supremacists concerning the treatment they are given Haitians. My message to black immigrants in America, if you're going to immigrate to America, you need to know your color is your group. For example, Ethiopians, Haitians, Jamaicans, Nigerians, and Ugandans. You're not different from us, and we're not different from you. Many of you are coming over here and separating yourselves from black Americans. These are people from Africa and the Caribbeans. Some of you are told that you're different from black Americans. When you see, when you separate yourself from black Americans, you are setting yourself up to be a soft target. Some of you are also trying to bring your tribalism over here. It failed in your country or island. If it was successful, then you would not have left and came here. You are abandoning your countries while the Arabs, Chinese, East Indians, and Europeans are coming over there, buying up the real estate and and taking all of the natural resources. The Chinese are trying to become the next colonizers. Roland Martin and Sheila Jackson are Haitian descent. It's very unfortunate that they are not being a voice for their own people. America is showing her true colors, and they are given the illusion of inclusion when it's time to vote. All the black people who voted for Joe Biden and said he would be different from Trump, well, here's your wake-up call, too. If you take a look at Roland Martin's Twitter page, you will see where his loyalty lies. I provide that information on my transcript under show and prove. I will also post my transcript on my Facebook page for all to see because I come with receipts. While his people are being treated like fifth fifth uh, class citizens on the border, his focus is on voting and reproductive rights. He is promoting the democratic agenda, not a black agenda. I remember when Trump was in the White House and illegal immigrants was crossing the border. The Trump administration became overwhelmed, so they overwhelmed that so many children were coming that they had to put them in wire fences. The Congressional Black Caucus talked about the conditions that kids were in cages, why they are not pointing out the racism that the Haitians are facing on the border. They experienced a major earthquake, turmoil all over Haiti and their president was assassinated, yet they 
can't seek asylum here. In contrast, people from Mexico, Central America, and Latin America can say they are afraid of the drug cartel and they get a pass. Their government is still intact. They didn't didn't have a major earthquake. I encourage my listeners who are American citizens to write House Representative Alexandria Cortez, House Representative Nancy Pelosi, Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee, Congresswoman Friedrich Wilson. Ask them why they aren't at the border speaking against the condition that the Haitians are facing. Tell them to call out the racism that the Biden administration is doing to Haitians and not other immigrant groups. My message to Black America, if you are serious about real change in the Black community, then we have to get rid of everyone from the Congressional Black Caucus by voting them out. A lot of you are not on are not ready to move on that level. We have to fix our power, our politics first by getting people from the grassroots who's, who we select and trust. They must have a black agenda first mentality. We can send the Democrats a message in the midterm election next year. First, become a registered voter. Then look at um, ballotpedia. Com. On there, you can see which congressional seats are up for re-election. When you see the Congressional Black Caucus members, look and see who's in the primary to run against them. Also, review everyone's track record. This will help you become a more and be a smarter vo- voter. Once we're able to establish the Cairo, Chicago, on the west side and south side of Chicago, then we can offer live seminars and workshops about financial literacy, um, parental skills, group economics, entrepreneurship, and becoming a homeowner. Homeownership haven't changed since the 60s in the black community. Why is that important? Because during the pandemic, homeownership didn't have to pay homeowners did not have to pay their mortgage for over a year. They had the opportunity to readjust their loans. A home is an asset you can sell or pass down to your family. In contrast, renters had to depend on a moratorium. But once the moratorium was over, many landlords threw out their tenants. God wants us as black men to be the head and not the tail. That's real power. Creating your own business is a form of real power because you are in charge of your own destiny. My message to the global black family, this situation that's happening with our Haitian brothers and sisters remind me of what happened to our brothers and sisters from Jamaica known as the Windrush scandal. I provide the details about what happened on my transcript under show and prove. These are the same people and countries who have colonized and enslaved our people. Africans are flocking to the so-called first world and usually they get a rude awakening. I love and respect Marcus Garvey, but the only issue I have with Pan-Africanism is that 
it leave it leaves God out of it. The grassroots community activist movement is a revolutionary 21st century kingdom building, global black unity and black economic empowerment organization in order to solve our social problems within the black community and throughout the African diaspora. The majority of black people in my city have rejected the camp, but once I start making money, mark my words, those who have rejected my vision and plan will be the first ones in line begging to be a part of this organization. You can bet on that. I created Gurkai of Africa. Very few Africans come on my, my show to speak. I give everyone free airtime so that they can network with one another, but my plea have fallen on deaf ears. Dr. John Henry Clark taught us that you cannot have a coalition until you have the ability to punish the members of the coalition who breaks the coalition. I don't associate with con artists, hardened criminals, urban terrorists, active gang members, pedophiles, nor rapists. These people will not be allowed in, in my organization. We will screen our members. Everyone must undergo a criminal background check, attend our mandatory orientation, and have their thumbprint in our database so that we can keep tabs on who's doing what within the organization. No freeloaders, everyone must do their part. Those who refuse to be a part of us, we will pray for them, show them tough love and keep it moving. Since Black America has rejected my vision and plan for the past 29 years, this organization will be membership based. We're gonna start getting things done. We need to own and control institutions in our neighborhoods. My book is just the beginning. This film will tell our story and what we are trying to accomplish in Black America before we expand to Africa, the Caribbean, and Brazil. Since the, since the 60s, our great leaders talked about Black unity, and yet still, to this day, we don't have Black unity. For example, in Africa, there are 54 different African nations. They are not unified. This is why Africa is in the condition that she is in because of the lack of unity. I encourage my South African group members to give Julius Malema a chance to be president of South Africa, but instead the majority re-elected the ANC who have been in power for 20 years and in the pockets of the financial elites while the majority of South Africans remain living in poverty. Then a few years back, South Africa Africans were fighting against Nigerians when all of that spoke should have been towards the power that be, those financial elites who still control South Africa because they control the economy. I was told that the Ethiopia the Ethiopia they have eighty different tribes. When Rakam come to Africa, Rakam will become Global Kemet, which means land of the blacks. Africa was given to melanated people by God. That's our land, and we must control our land and our resources, point blank. In order for this to occur as Africans and black people, we must heal from the scars of colonialization and enslavement. Haiti wanted to join the African Union, but the, U, the AU rejected them. Why? The financial elite had Dr. Um, Air 
Ericana, Ericana, removed from her position because she was speaking out against France. Under the cam, we will take responsibility for Africa and African people, as well as Black Americans, Afro-Brazilians, Afro-Canadians, Afro-Caribbeans, Afro-Europeans, and Afro-Latinos throughout the diaspora, those who want to be a part of us. My message to people on my friends list and people in my social groups. The, the film Black Panther made $1 billion worldwide. It was a feel-good movie, but none of that money went to benefit the black community. My film project, so far, we have only been able to raise $900. Our goal is to raise $500,000 so that we can hire professional film crew and quality actors. I am asking black millennials and Generation Z to work with me in turning my ideas into action so that you can help manage this organization starting in Chicago. We will host African tours so that we can learn about each other and meet in person and begin doing international trade with one another. It's not my responsibility alone. I'm sorry, it's not my burden alone, but rather a shared burden. For I am just one black man with a vision and a plan. It takes a team to make a dream work. The grassroots community activist movement is a global community of thinkers and builders. I need your help to, to turn my vision into a reality, starting in America. Well, I want people to um, leave a comment under the comment section on my YouTube um, page, as well as on my uh, Facebook page, because uh, th this is important. And again, please share this um this um, video podcast and I'm asking all of my group members and people that's on my friends list to please help me make this video um, podcast go viral because uh, this this is very important I mean it's going to get worse black people this is just the beginning and I just hate as a um, as a black American or a displaced African to just sit up here and see my people suffer. All I want to do is get this organization popping here in the city of Chicago, find qualified people that's going to help run this organization, um, hopefully black middle-class professionals. I want to be able to make sure that they can be trusted, and I want to turn it over to them so that way we can try to get the organization up in at least um, five more other cities in America. Um, Again, I've been pushing this thing for 29 years. Um, I, my credibility is this show. My credibility is my online groups. My credibility is my revised book, and my revised book is the foundation of my Christian business. But um, I don't want to remain behind the computer. This is why I'm trying to reach out to, um, I'm trying to connect with other like-minded people. Um, right here in America, as well as, you know, on the continent and uh, in other countries, Europe, Canada, South America, the uh, Caribbeans. But this is why I'm here. I'm not here for games. And this is a drama-free organization. I, I just, we're not having that. 
to zero uh, tolerance for foolishness. So, um, again, thank you for watching the, this video podcast. Um, down the road, uh, I would say that non-black sympathizers, they're welcome to join us. But at this point in time, it's black people's responsibility for us to build this. After all, this is for black people. Um, we always, I, I'm just saying, I always hear my brothers and sisters complaining about theirs, um, you know, like no, that many black um, uh, businesses in the community. Well, that's our fault. You know, we don't want to work together. And again, that goes back to this Willie Lynch mentality. So in um, the Gurkai of Chicago, I don't want to hear us complaining about um, the government and the white man and all that stuff. We're going to take responsibility and do what we can to get this thing popping. I just want to be around people that's going to be on the up and up and honest. And that really care for black people and separate ourselves from the Pookie and Ray Rays and the backstabbers and the people that just want to, um, the naysayers. I'm not having that on my watch, and we won't have any corruption on my watch neither. And my goal is to uh, have the, have an anchor here in America because our, pe- our uh, ancestors helped build America, and I want to be able to um, take my talents and skills to the continent starting in South Africa, like I mentioned, and um, be able to um, do our film project there. Our next film will be called African Liberator, the battle against the, the colonized mind, mindset. That will be our second film, but right now I'm trying to do this first film. And I need your everybody that's on my friends list and especially everybody that's in my groups for us to uh, be on board with this. Um, Passive spectators, if you're not interested in working with us, no problem. Um, But I don't want to hear no congratulations. And those that's working with me and Sister Renee, you will go down in history because I'm going to share that limelight with you. You're going to get that recognition. But right now, um, I just need people to um, leave comments. So that's the first step and share this uh, video podcast. All right. Thank you all for listening. Peace and blessings.